You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 74. Today, we're going to talk about limiting beliefs. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. It's so nice to meet you. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. We have a brand new mini series within the podcast, which is called Heartwork. And this is the very first episode. I'm super excited. These episodes are designed to teach or walk you through a self coaching tool for your journey to your highest self. So we're kicking it off with limiting beliefs. These episodes are called Heartwork, and you'll know it by uh, looking at the titles. We'll, we'll say it'll say Heartwork in brackets. So in today's episode, we are going to cover um, what are beliefs, what are some common limiting beliefs that you're going to encounter in your personal development journey, as well as your business growth journey, and then a five-step process to find your limiting beliefs and then how to unlearn them. So good. So excited. Uh, Before we get into today's episode, last call for your applications to the highest self mastermind for 2021. So the highest self mastermind is for ambitious women who are ready to lead their business as their highest self and create success and fulfillment. You're going to get access to science backed subconscious reprogramming integrated with spirituality, business strategies, mindset, coaching, mentoring, and community that's designed to help you lead your life with authenticity, alignment, and abundance. I love this mastermind. Uh, This is my second year hosting it, and um, it's 10 months, six coaches, part mastermind, part mentorship, and we get started on February 10th, 2021. Um, This mastermind is for you if you want to step into that next level version of yourself and you need support and accountability to follow through. So maybe that looks like launching your business or launching a podcast or excelling in your career, whether that be corporate or professional or entrepreneurship. Um, my one ask or not ask, but like, you know, when you read the application and you're going through it, uh, masterminds are really about the group, the community, the women that come together. So um, if you have been looking for your people um, and you want to be in a group that is with entrepreneurs, women who are building their businesses, because it's like very specific, right? This is the group for you. So if you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram. Um, the mastermind is 10 months, like I said, and it includes an individualized deep dive um, for you to get clarity on your purpose, your goals, align your inner beliefs with your highest self. And so that we can create a customized mindset and business strategy for you. We've got weekly group coaching calls. So every single week for 10 months, you and I are going to get together um, to support you on your journey and your growth, help you shift your mindset and help you set aligned goals and stay accountable. Um, We also have monthly one-on-one coaching sessions. So privately one-on-one along with the weekly group calls. And then those sessions you can use as mindset, uh, mindset coaching sessions, strategy sessions, if we need to refine your business strategy, um, whatever that may be. Um, And then last but not least, of course, we have a private Slack group where we'll stay connected uh, to each other between calls. So six coaches, 10 months. If this is aligning with you, if you wanted to join last year and you didn't, um, last call to get your applications in. You can get your application in down in the show notes. And if you have any questions, you can always DM me and 
after you do your application, we'll be getting on a call. So I just want to um, say that, you know, even if you applied, if this experience is not for you, like I, I will be honest with you in that. And I'll be meeting each of you um, via a discovery call to make sure that this is the right opportunity for you, because that's going to be the most important in, in your success. So yeah, so excited. And for the three ladies who have already signed up, welcome. So excited. Can't wait to work with you this year. Um, yeah. Okay. So make sure you go and apply. All right. Let's get into this week's episode um, about limiting beliefs. So let's first talk about what our beliefs and how our brain decides what becomes a belief and what doesn't. So As you go about your day, we have so many different things coming at us. Um, We've got audio things, auditory, so the radio, someone speaking to you. Um, We have things that we see. We have things that we think. We have things that we read. We have like 2.5 like billion bits of data that income at us every single day. When something is coming into our brains, what our subconscious mind does is it either deletes distorts or generalizes. Okay. I'm going to say that again. When you intake information, your brain is either deleting, distorting, or generalizing. For example, someone might tell you that they love your shirt and you might distort what they said as your shirt is like your shirt is ugly. They said they liked it, but then you're distorting it and, and making that mean something about you. Right. Or maybe you're deleting it and you just like, didn't even like hear what they said. You just Um, heard them saying something about your appearance. Does that make sense? Um, That's why someone could say something to you and it's like completely, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Like someone says something to you and it's taken out of proportion. That's because their brain distorted what they say. It deletes, distorts, or generalizes based on your beliefs, your identity, your values, your memories, and your experiences. So if you have a belief that you are not good enough, then a lot of the things that you're going to absorb or or be told, right, your brain is going to automatically delete, distort, or generalize based on your beliefs about yourself. Isn't that insane? (laughs) Isn't that nuts? Like knowing that, aren't you so much more hyper aware then of the beliefs that you have about yourself? Right. Another example, if you have a belief that you have to work hard to make money, then anything that you read about abundance and manifesting, you're going to distort or delete or generalize in in meaning about yourself that like that's not true or that's not available to you. Or maybe it might be easy for other people, but not for you because you have to work hard in order to make money. You see what I'm saying? So our beliefs are very, very powerful. They have the ability to filter what we think is possible for ourselves. So a belief becomes a belief when it is a thought that we've had so many times that we then just believe about ourselves. Um, If it's an experience that we had or cultural or societal programming. So if you grew up always being told that you're the shy one, you then have this belief that you're the shy one, even though maybe you're actually not the shy one. What's important is to recognize when a belief is harmful and when a belief is not harmful, like when it is serving you and when it is not serving you. So an example of um, like a general belief that doesn't harm you is that the sky is blue. 
that's a belief that we all have, right? It's not harmful. It's not harming anyone. And it's not going to stop you from getting on a plane. If you had a fear of flying, it might not help you get on the plane, but it's not going to stop you from getting on the plane, right? So it's not a harmful belief. Now, what happens is that when we have harmful beliefs, beliefs that have an impact on our confidence, beliefs that have impact on our abilities or our potential that we want to uncover and unlearn. So those beliefs that we don't want to have are called limiting beliefs. So when I work with my clients, a lot of the work that we do is uncovering their limiting beliefs and then helping them shift. I'm going to take you through a process today to help you uncover some of those limiting beliefs you might have. And I'm going to share with you some limiting beliefs you might have. So you don't have to like do all the work of finding it, but this is the type of sort of coaching tool that you're going to want to be utilizing all the time. You're going to like just last week, I found out a limiting belief that I had, or just a belief that I had of, um, when I was at my retreat, um, it became clear to me that I have an addiction to effort. And I was like, wow, I never thought about it like that. And that is a belief that I have that in order for something to work in order for something to, or in order for me to feel worthy, in order for something to work, I have to put effort into it. If I'm not putting effort into it, then I'm not trying hard enough. You see? And, um, I didn't know how to uncover this limiting belief by myself because you don't know what you don't know. Some beliefs you'll be able to figure out on your own, but some of them do need, like you need a coach, you need a mastermind, you need a group of people who are going to hold space for you and ask clarifying questions as well as probing questions to help you uncover what it is that this belief is a band-aid for. So with the help of my mastermind thought leader collective and lots of tears, let's just be honest, lots of tears. And this took 90 minutes, an hour and a half of five people directing their attention at me in person. It's really intense. Um, And I was able to see that my limiting belief of I am addicted to effort came from the belief that I don't have the privilege of being sad or that like basically what it came down to was that I keep myself busy and I keep myself like trying harder and harder and harder so that I don't have time to be sad. And I would have never figured that out if it weren't for my coach asking me probing questions and in allowing me to do the work of connecting the dots of like, whoa, I'm addicted to effort because that feels better than being sad. I'm uncomfortable with being sad. I don't give myself time and space to feel sad. Right. And I was like, I would have never figured that out on my own. So while I'm going to give you some common limiting beliefs that you can work through, um, don't get down on yourself if like you can't figure this out on your own. So I went on a little tangent, but I hope that story helps. Um, so, yeah. OK, so some th- that's what beliefs are. So let's just recap. Beliefs are um truths that you have about ourselves. Um, these come from experiences. They come from thoughts. They come from the social and cultural programming, like I talked about. And once you've identified that a belief is limiting and it's not serving you right then and there, you have a choice of either continuing to live with that limited belief or choosing to change it. 
So let's talk about some common limiting beliefs that you might encounter on your personal development journey as well as your, your business journey. So some common limiting beliefs that I see like from working with clients is I'm not good enough. I'm not a great speaker. No one cares about what I have to say. I won't be able to handle my success. I've been like this for so long. This is just who I am. And off the bat, that might just kind of sound like a reason, right? It's like, well, I'm not, I'm not a great speaker. People just think that that's a thing. And I'm like, no, that's a limiting belief. Like you can shift that by continuing to tell yourself that you're not a great speaker. You're continuing to reinforce that negative belief about yourself. You can shift that. Speaking is merely a skill. Everything in life is merely a skill. We can learn skills. We can do hard things. So the list goes on, but to be honest, those are the um, most common ones that I've seen in my clients um, who are coaches and entrepreneurs, as well as just women up-leveling their self-growth. And um, I think those beliefs are actually the worst and also the most harmful because you just assume them to be true. Like, I'm not a great speaker and no one wants to hear me. Like, you just think that's true. And it's not, absolutely not. No one cares what I have to say. There's a million other people saying it anyways. So you're different. Your unique experiences and what's brought you to the world and all the different things that you've gone through, like give you a much more unique and and just a very different sense of like that thing. Like you got to talk about it. So before we get into the process, I just want you to understand that something that's very important as we get into the process of unlearning and uh, taking a look at what our conscious thought process are is that you don't have to believe everything you think. This is another kind of self-coaching tool, self-coaching skill is awareness and inquiry. That's what Byron Katie calls it. She calls it inquiry. So by building awareness of your thoughts, you're then able to slow down and inquire. Is this thought true? Is it really true? Is this the thought, how does this thought make me feel inside? And like, who would I be without this thought? Byron Katie also has this really great analogy where she says that thoughts are like clouds in the sky that are floating by. You don't actually have control of any of the thoughts that go into your brain. Let me say that again. You do not have control of your thoughts. All these random thoughts are going to come into your brain. What you do have control over is the thoughts that you choose to believe. Okay. So because you have a choice, you can choose to stop believing the limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, but you can only do that when you have awareness. So building awareness comes down to journaling. Um, I think meditation is a great awareness tool. I think hiring a life coach, um, actually like having a one-on-one session with a coach is going to help you see all these limiting beliefs that you have and help you learn to reframe and shift. But once you build awareness, it's an inquiry of being like, wait a second, I don't like that thought. Why am I believing it? Do I want to believe it? What can I shift it to? Okay. So for you to do the unlearning process, you do have to build that skill of awareness, that skill of pausing and asking myself, is this a thought I want to believe? And then also having that skill of knowing and that self-trust of knowing that you can choose to believe other things. Just because I have that thought doesn't mean I have to believe it, right? It's like thoughts are clouds floating in the sky. Like, 
they're just there. And once you realize that they're just there and they're going to float on by, you don't have to suffer or be a victim to those thoughts. You don't have to believe all the thoughts that you have. All of a sudden you have so much more power. You, you are like, wow, I can actually choose the thought I want to believe. Another example I want to give you um, that reinforces that you don't have control of your thoughts is ready. Think of a pink elephant. Did you just think of a pink elephant? Try not to think of a pink elephant. You can't do it. You're thinking of a pink elephant, right? You are, you really are. That's the proof that your thoughts are just thoughts. You don't have control over them, but you can choose to uh, believe a thought or not believe it, okay? All right, so um, this is where now we're gonna start the unlearning process. Well, first I'm gonna help you uncover some of your own limiting beliefs and I'm gonna teach you how to unlearn them. So make sure you have a pen and paper. Pause me if you need to. So first of all, I want you to think of your big dream or your big goal that you want to achieve. Your most audacious, huge, big, dreamy, scary, unrealistic goals. Like think as big as you can. Okay. What's your goal? You have it in your brain? Okay. Now I want you to write down all the reasons why you can't achieve it. The bigger and more unrealistic this goal is in your brain, the easier of a time you're going to have in finding your limiting beliefs. And then I'll give an example after I'm done giving you all the steps. So every single reason why you can't achieve this goal is most likely going to be a limiting belief. And then what I want you to do is I want you to look through each and every reason. And then um, what you can do is like go to a new piece of paper write each reason at the top. So every reason, every limiting belief gets its own page. And with each reason, we're going to go through a couple series of questions. These questions are one, where did this belief come from? Two, does this belief support my mental, emotional, or physical health? Three, is this in alignment with the life that I want? Four, is this congruent with my authenticity and the person I am, the person I want to become? And then five, do I believe this to be true to myself? So really take your time when you're doing this work and take time to acknowledge where these beliefs are coming from so you can consciously decide to let them go. Um, be really honest when you're answering, like, where did this belief come from? So, um, I'll go through an example with you later, but the more honest that you can be with yourself, the easier of a time you're going to be letting it go. Um, but along with that, it's two big things. It's one, it's taking personal responsibility and then meeting yourself with radical self-love. So personal responsibility for where this, that this belief is a part of you. Okay. Because when we take responsibility, we take our power back. We're not being in a victim mindset and then radical self-love for this belief that's been a part of your life and consciously choosing to let it go. Okay. So once we've taken that time, number step number four is we're then going to write out what your new beliefs are. Um, when you're doing this exercise, I think it's, um, it's nice to like, when you have your journal open, right? So like, 
on the left side, if you're right-handed, actually it doesn't matter if you're right left-handed, on the left side, writing that limiting belief at the top, going through the unlearning questions. And on the right side, because your journal is open, we're going to write out some new beliefs. So here's some prompts to help you write out some new beliefs that you want for yourself. One, what do you want to believe to be true of yourself? Two, who do you need to become in order to accomplish your goal? And then three, write out a couple different I am statements um, about your new beliefs. So maybe that looks like I am a motivational and charismatic speaker. If we go to that belief of I'm not uh, good at speaking. Um, so I would write out like two, two or three I am statements that you can then use in your daily journaling. And then step number five is to do the work daily. So that means in order for you to believe this new belief, you've got to write it out daily in your journal and say it to yourself in order to really ingrain them. Um, I encourage you to use the highest self flow, highest self journal flow to make um, your daily journaling very effective. We start out with our gratitude, energy tech, intentions, and a free flow journal prompt. Um, if you need a journal, you can head over to Amazon, type in create your purpose, Shanae Momoko, and you're going to find my 30-day journal there. Um, it's a, a, a journal that's mailed to you, so you have something physically to write in and a place to write your new intentions. Um, or you can head over to my Instagram, and I have the journal flow, I think, on my highlights um, there. So this is the part that people, like, don't do. They just, like, think of a new belief and, like, oh, like, I want to be abundant. Um, but then they're not actually taking action or doing the work to get themselves into an abundant state of being to have abundance be a belief about themselves. And it's because they're not doing the work. So journaling is part of doing the work, showing up for ourselves is part of doing the work and um, really intentionally wanting to change our lives. Um, our brains love efficiency. They love the shortcut. They love like hacking, right? Like why is biohacking so popular? Why is like hacking and optimizing our health so popular? Because we want the quick fix. We want the short-term plan. We want to get there faster. So our brains are the same. And basically, in order to rewire this new belief about yourself, it's going to take a lot of effort and it's going to take work. It's like when you go on a hike and you're trying to blaze a new path on the trail. You probably are just going to go on the trail that's most walked on. That's your old limiting belief. And going on this new trail is going to require you to take out your machete, like <laughs> chop down the plants that are in the way. It's going to require you to look at your map and be like, all right, am I going the right way? Right? Because you're going to get lost along the way because this is a new way of being for you. So do that work daily. The compass is your vision. Um, that's how you know if you're going in the right direction. And if you need help with that, this is what we do inside Evolve as well as the Highest Self Mastermind. Um, but really knowing like, what is the vision that you have for yourself? What is your mission? What is your purpose? Like, what are, where are you going? Who do you want to be? What are you trying to become? Have that vision at the forefront and like at the center of your being so that when, you, when you're doing the work, when you're ingraining these new beliefs about yourself, your new I am statements, your new intentions, you're doing it from a place of conviction because you know what you're going towards, right? You got to know what you want. If you don't know what you want, then you're going to end up nowhere. So I hope that this 
not I hope, I know that this episode was very helpful. Um, if it helps you, what I would do is I would head over to the blog and I would read this, um, this podcast, read it in words, and then listen to it again, maybe one more time and really do this exercise. And, um, you can use this with your clients. So if you are a coach and you're working with clients and you're, um, trying to uncover what some of their limiting beliefs are, go through this exercise. And, Oh, I was going to give you an example. So um, I love examples. So just um, to put our things into examples, um, a big goal, like a big, big goal for a lot of people is to launch a business, to be a life coach, quit their job, create their own business, be in a life of freedom and abundance. And that's a really big unrealistic goal to some people who are perhaps working a nine to five who are in corporate, or maybe you're in college and you're like going through your degree that you don't love, but you feel like you have to finish it and that maybe you don't have the luxury of starting your own business. So some limiting beliefs or some reasons why it's not going to work. Something that you could say is they like, no one is going to pay me for this. That's a huge belief that I, that I work my clients through. No one's going to pay me for this. Okay. Where did that belief come from? Where did you learn that no one is going to pay you for your coaching services? I don't know. Right. So it's like, did you just make this belief up? Is this a childhood trauma? Is this an inner child wound of no one listened to you? It's usually what it is. So where did you get this belief that no one is going to pay you for your services, pay you as a coach? And like, oh, this is why working with a coach is very helpful because I would ask you a clarifying question. Like when I say where this belief come from, you're like, I don't know. It's like, okay, like when was the first time that you didn't feel appreciated for your advice? When was the first time you uh, tried to help someone and it wasn't received? Those type of things. This is how we uncover like where the root of all of our traumas and our patterns stem from. Does this belief support my mental, emotional, or physical health? No. It makes me feel worse about myself. It makes me feel like I can't do it. Is this in alignment with a life that I want? Absolutely not. I want to have a business. I want to help people more than wanting to have a business. You want to help people like you want to inspire people, impact people. You want to make this your life's work. Is this congruent with my authenticity and the person I am, the person I want to become? No, the person I want to become has conviction that she's meant to help people that she is meant to be a coach, that she's meant to mentor and inspire to change people's lives. And then last unlearning question, do I believe this to be true to myself? At the core of it, deep, deep down, do you really believe that no one would pay you for your services? No, right? You really don't believe that. What it is, it's the fear of not succeeding. It's the fear of failure. And oftentimes it's a fear of what other people are going to think about you. So you can see how limiting beliefs can be so powerful in a negative and positive way, powerfully positive, because when you set a new belief for yourself, it can really become the passion and the fuel behind your purpose. And then when you accidentally or unconsciously continue to believe a limiting belief, it can be the drain. It can be the thing that kills your dreams. Like nothing kills your dreams faster than a limiting belief. Trust me. Yeah, 
that's my that's my example. I won't go through all five steps, but again, um, in order for you to really take this heart work episode and really put it into action so it can really serve you, listen to it again, read the blog version of it, and go through this exercise with every single limiting belief that you have. If you need more support, if you are a coach, an aspiring coach, and you're ready to let these mindset blocks go, and you're like not here for that anymore, and you want to really find some of the roots of your patterns and your traumas by inner child healing, that is the work we do inside of Mindset Makeover, which is the 10-month coaching mastermind that I have. Um, If you're looking for something that's a little bit of a lower investment, uh, you can join Evolve, which is the healing collective. And um, this is also the work that we do in there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now.